Being an entrepreneur or business owner is not easy. We know firsthand how the daily grind can bring even peak performers to their knees. Welcome to the Lewis Brownlee Podcast, an in-depth podcast for business owners interested in staying up to date with all aspects of business. Each show offers a variety of resources, insights, and updates from industry professionals to keep you at the cutting edge of this ever-changing world. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your learning experience. morning and welcome to my weekly roundup. Hope you're all well. Um, happy lockdown anniversary. It's been a year, a year like no other, I think it's fair to say. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on that too much though. I think it's time to look to the future and be planning. And um, this week for me personally, the main thing I've been looking at is cash flow, helping a client um, with a cash flow that they were preparing for the bank. I just wanted to quickly touch on that to remind everybody that we're here to help as far as that goes. It can be quite confusing um, when you start to do a cash flow. You know, how does the VAT affect the cash flow, um, loan repayments and all of these sorts of things? We've got some really great software that we can use to help clients um, with that. So do get in touch um, if we could be of help. Okay, some quick statistics before we get into the support measures and tax and things. So um, Office of National Statistics this week issued um, some more statistics. I guess that's what they do. Um, the average annual average hours worked has dropped significantly. Up to 8.9 million people were on furlough. And obviously, as we know, many businesses are unable to trade as normal. The average number of hours worked in the UK per person per week fell to 25.9 in April to June of last year, compared to 32.3 in the same three months of 2019. So um, not an insignificant drop and I guess quite expected given the um, what was happening last summer. But it's the lowest um, since 2008 when the average weekly hours worked were 30.9 per person. So obviously 2008, um, as we know, was um, quite a hard year um, all round. Um, and for many industries, falling job vacancies during 2020 was bigger than that 20, 2008 economic turndown. So the impact um, immediately for business last year was bigger, I my interpretation is that it was bigger than what it was um, 2008 when we had the economic downturn then. But interestingly, average house prices have increased. And Rightmove recently highlighted that the pandemic has changed the type of property and location many of us want to live in. So Cornwall has overtaken London this year as the most searched for location. Devon is third and Dorset has risen to 10th. So that's interesting, isn't it? House prices have gone up and people want to move away from the big cities. Short term escape or a longer term trend? Time will tell. OK, moving on to tax. Um, and it's end of the tax year next week. So as we all as we head towards the 5th of April, if you haven't done already, you should be thinking about your pre year end tax planning and some administration that perhaps we, we need to be doing um, before we finish the tax year. So time is running out to make the most of your tax allowances for 2021. So have a look at those. Look closely at your pension. UK residents under 75 can add money to a pension and receive tax relief on it. 
you'll automatically get basic rate tax relief, 20%, um, by the government. And but if you are if you pay tax at higher rate, then you can get a further 25% by um, putting the claim on your tax return. You need to um, watch the limits. So there's an annual allowance of £40,000 in terms of what you can put into a pension scheme in any one year. And that includes if your employer is making any pension contributions on your behalf. And you need to look at the value of your pot because there is a, um, a lifetime allowance. So you need to make sure you don't put too much in. But it's worth looking at because um, once you get to 5th of April, 6th of April, then that opportunity to make those contributions will be lost. If you're on a company, you should be looking at your dividends that you've taken this year, looking at your salary planning. Um, if you've lent money to your company, if you've got a credit on your director's loan account, you might want to charge interest on that loan to the company and utilise your um, allowance for interest income. You need to be thinking about capital allowances. So the advice on that is, um, well, talk to us before you make any significant purchases because of this um, super reducer um, tax allowance that was introduced in the budget. But have, it's, it's the time of year to be planning, basically, making sure you're using all your tax allowances and um, looking at your capital expenditure budget and when's the right time to invest. Um, payroll administration, obviously, as well, is the other big thing. If we look at if we do your payroll for you, then you absolutely don't need to worry. You're in very safe hands. Um, but if you do your own payroll, have a look at HMRC's um, web page that gives you details of the annual reporting and your tasks needed for year end. So final payroll reports, updating employee payroll records, um, issuing P60s and P11Ds. And watch our um, website for a um, video that we'll be doing on guidance for employee benefits, P11Ds, over the next um, month or so. P11Ds are due to be filed in July. So we'll be coming on to those in the, um, in the next month or so. If you're a company and you take a basic salary through your payroll, then you need to think about what that's going to look like from April. It might be time to review your pay, pay a little bit more. Again, if we do your payroll, we'll have already spoken to you about that. Um, take a look at our website. You can download from there a P11D, sorry, a PDF um, booklet on tax planning generally that covers all of these things in obviously much more detail than what I've got the time to do now. And we've also a video on our website as well, talking you through all the various aspects of tax planning. And that one's quite a long video. So um, there are there's sort of a bit of an index underneath it that tells you where to skip to if you want to be looking at a particular thing. So you can just find that bit of the, the, the video that's relevant to you. So I encourage you to watch all of it because you don't know what you don't know. So there might be something um, that's covered that is relevant for you, but you don't know it's relevant to you until you watch it. So take a look at that. OK, um, the other big change that's coming up um, is uh, IR35. So if you are a medium or large size non-public sector organisation and you engage contractors, you should now be taking action to prepare for the changes to the off-payroll working rules, that's IR35, which come into effect on the 6th of April. So we don't have any clients that are sort of, of that size, but what we do have is lots of smaller businesses that work for clients, sorry, that work for organisations that are medium or, um, or provide services, should I say, to companies that are medium or large non-public sector. 
So uh, again, there's a really good video on our website about this. It's not very long, 10, 15 minutes, I think, talking through the rules. Um, if we've spoken to you in the past about IR35, um, you probably need to look at this because the rules are changing. So um, if, you're, if you provide your services to a medium, large organisation, you need to take a look. We, um, ex well, if you are caught, you should know already the person that you're working for, the company you're working for should have told you, um, and, but you will get less in April because they'll be deducting tax um, from the payment that they make to you potentially, obviously, if you tick all of the, um, of the requirements. So again, take a look at the website, uh, our website or the government website to find the details um, on that. That interestingly, we've been doing quite a lot of videos this year um, and they've been very well received. The IR35 one on our website has had the most views. So that's obviously the one that um, most people are um, affected by, I think, uh, at this stage. OK, moving slightly away from tax now and talking about the government support for um, businesses affected by lockdown and coronavirus. So VAT deferral. I spoke about this before and time's running out to do something. Um, 31st of March, you either need to have paid that VAT from last year. So if the, you had VAT due between the 20th of March and the 30th of June last year and you didn't pay it, you must pay it by the 31st of March. If you can't pay it, then you need to go online and you need to register with HMRC and arrange a payment plan. So you need to apply now to spread the payments over the, well, up to 11 months to the end of March next year. You can join the scheme online. You don't need to talk to HMRC. You should just be able to log into your government gateway, register, um, tell them how many months you want to take the payment for and set up that direct debit. We can't do that for you. You need to do that via your own government gateway. Um, any problems though, let us know. We can try and talk through um, what needs to happen. But yeah, if you've still got that that's owed, strongly recommend that you look at that as a matter of urgency in the next week. Furlough scheme, so claim your furlough grant for March is now open uh, and you must make that claim by the 14th of April. We recommend that you don't make the claim until you've finished your payroll for March. Um, so you know exactly what you've paid your employees and the hours that they've worked, because obviously if you claim it early based on what you think may happen, and then something changes, then you're going to have to go in um, and resubmit that and change that claim, amend it later, which is probably more admin than would be necessary. So um, run your payroll for March, then make that furlough um, grant claim. If you haven't submitted your February claim, but believe that you have reasonable excuse for missing the deadline, check if you can make a late claim by going onto um, the government website. Technically, you're out of time. The deadline is the 14th of the month following. So we are too late for February, but if you've got a reasonable excuse, then you might be able to still claim. And keep records, we say this all of the time. If you're making a claim because employees haven't worked, you need to be able to demonstrate to HMRC in the event of inquiry that um, it's a legitimate claim. So keep all of those records, really, really important. Um, it'd be interesting to see once we come out of lockdown properly and life goes back to normal, um, what sort of questions come out of that. But I think it will be something that will have quite a lot of scrutiny. So do keep your records. Um, 
still on furlough, the extension to the, um, the support to the government, that's from the government, has been extended to the end of September. So periods from the 1st of May onwards, they were able to claim for eligible employees who were on the payroll from the 2nd of March. So anybody that you've taken on from the 2nd of March, from May, you'll be able to claim furlough for them. So they keep moving that eligibility um, forward as um, the, the scheme gets extended, which is good news. Um, they, the government will continue to pay 80% of usual wages for the hours not worked to a cap of 2,500 per month up to the end of June. So after this month, three more months of the 80% report, sorry, support. Um, from July, it'll be 70%, and in August and September, it will be 60%. But your employee will still be entitled to 80% of the wages. So employers are gonna, from um, July, are gonna have to start to um, support their um, employees themselves out of their own cash flow. So that word again, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, so important this year. So important ever, but particularly this year, as you get back, as you get your business back on your feet. So, and that employs national insurance and pension contributions um, still paid for by the employee and not the government. So, um, yeah, any questions on that, do get in touch. And finally today, uh, I'm going to touch on again on grants. I spent most of the check-in last week going into quite a lot of detail on the main grants. I'm going to touch on them again because... Some of them are coming to an end uh, again, 31st of March. So the restart, the restart grant, I don't think is, but some of the others are. So the restart grant um, will be available from the 1st of April. So that's obviously not a deadline yet. We're available from the 1st of April, but you can submit your applications in advance. So I think the sooner you get your application in, obviously the sooner you'll get that grant. And if you're relying on that for cash flow in the summer, then um, act now would be my advice. So eligible businesses in the non-essential trade, so retail, hospitality, accommodation, leisure, personal care, gyms, will be entitled to a one-off cash grant up to £6,000 from their local council. So based in England, paying rates, non-essential retail, and you were trading on the 1st of April. So those are the conditions. Um, again, the email that follows up this um, webinar will have the link so you can go and have a look at that. There's also the um, grants available to hospitality, accommodation, leisure, personal care, gyms, that's up to 18,000. Um, so, and just, we've got quite a lot of clients in that um, sector and the grants have kept them going. It's been really tough, but the grants have been invaluable. So um, take a look out for those and get your claim in um, as soon as you can. Um, and then, the local restriction support grants and the additional restrictions grants. Um, so those are issued there from the um, local authority and the guidance to local authorities on paying grants to support businesses um, during lockdown has been, been issued. They're worth the read. I talk about, I've talked about grant, the grants a lot during this um, period when I've been doing these check-ins. So do take a look at that. Um, check the criteria. I had a client call me this week talking about it um, and some of it's a little bit ambiguous so you know do take the time to read it um, and make that claim and if you don't get awarded in a grant a grant it's worth the appeal I've, I've spoke, spoke about this before um, a local client um, high street sort of um, presence and applied for a grant last summer 
didn't get it, appealed and was awarded seven and a half thousand, which just kept them going um, throughout the, the last summer. So, um, so yeah, really important that you, you look at those. Um, and that's it for today. Um, so quite a um, brief one, but just some reminders of some key dates, you know, so tax year end, go and have a look at your tax planning, look at your payroll, see what actions you need to take before the end of the year. Um, grants, 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 cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Okay, I'm happy to chat to anybody if you need any additional support. Thank you again for your time this morning. Um, I shall see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Lewis Brownlee Podcast. Be sure to listen again soon to keep up to date and help your business grow.